welcome to Rebels Rebels Podcast, a deep dive on the animated series of Star Wars Rebels. Sup, everybody. How you doing? How's it going, Mike? Yeah, I'm good. I am Mike. You are Peter. <laughs> that is true. That's who we call ourselves. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this little deep dive. Yeah. Um, before we jump to it, do you want to read some a message we got with a listener sending their scale in. Yeah, read that scale. Yeah, so this is something super fun we like to do if you're familiar with our episodes. And if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, we will read this out and discuss your scale and maybe make fun of you. Mm -hmm. So this is from Blee Scissor Punch on Twitter, which is a dope name. Great. great. Um, yeah, so he said, my scale is Anakin using the force to cut fruit on the low end to the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise on the high end. I I like that. And I feel like I reached out to that Twitter user and said, you know, that's such a bad moment that it almost comes full circle and becomes good again. <laughs> and I was about to say, you like that moment, right? I like it because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's a full circle. Full circle moments really work for me. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I really like that his high is Darth Plagueis the Wise because that feels like really similar to when the first time Obi-Wan said like, oh, I knew your father back in the Clone Wars. Like, it gives mm -hmm. us insight to something that happened, but you're like, just kind of left wondering. Now, of course, it's been fleshed out. Not in canon, but, you know, in EU. But yeah. I like that. Yeah, I also appreciate that both his low and his high are from the prequels. Yeah. So. Way to go, Blee. Yeah, thank you. If you want your scale read here on the air, is this the air? Sure. Go <laughs> ahead and tweet at us at Rebels Rebels Pod. Yeah. Well, Peter, are you ready to get into the deep dive? Oh, I am so ready. Cool. Well, it is time for another. So let's dive into the Jedi archives, sift through the sacred text, burn the tree, and stretch out with our feelings in this week's Deep dive. So, this week we are talking about the Inquisitors. Um, we've been dealing with them a lot in these episodes, so we thought we'd go into them. I wanted to talk more about them as a general um organization um mm -hmm. we've talked about the grand inquisitor in our first season but now i'm just going to talk about the inquisitors if you don't mind i don't you don't mind i don't okay cool well here i go <laughs> Thanks. so the inquisitors also known as the inquisitorious program or the program or the order of inquisitors are an mm. organization of force sensitive agents who work for the galactic empire so i'm guessing they get paid and get benefits and all that they are also called <laughs> Imperial Inquisitors, uh, Inquisitors, Red Blades, and Jedi Hunters. So or, first of all, Red what? Blades. First of all, Red Blade, that's sick. Yeah. Second of all, the idea of them getting paid and getting benefits really tickles my fancy. Yeah. I never I really, really mean, thought about they, that. They work for it. I mean, how, why else would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think like Darth Vader's pay is? Like how much does he make a year? A castle. They're like, we'll give you a castle <laughs> and you might be able to defeat death at one point in your life. He's like, good enough. <laughs> Fair. I think they don't pay him, you know? Mm-hmm. I think he's, I think it's like one of those positions where, but you never have to pay for anything in your life. 
Yeah. It's like once you've been the president, like, yeah, your salary isn't like the craziest salary in the world, but then you're just like down for life. Yeah, totally. So, according to the Grand Inquisitor in the Vader comic series, all Inquisitors uh, were former Jedi. But I'm not convinced he's the most reliable narrator. It's kind of like, oh, hey, Lord Vader. Uh, who? These guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hired them all from Oxford. Yeah, are you impressed? And he's like, hmm, impressive. <laughs> well, it's impressive. So, like, I don't know if I completely believe that they're mm. all former Jedi. That but, is something know. that kind of confuses me because I've heard that too. I don't know the source off the top of my head, but I've heard all of them are Jedi. But it's also pretty clear that they're not that strong. Ahsoka makes it pretty clear that anyone who's trained in the with a lightsaber can take one out pretty, pretty okay. So yeah, are they all well, just like the wussy Jedi just decided like they got mad because everyone was picking on them because they sucked at being Jedi and turned into Inquisitors? Yeah, it's a good question. Well, to answer your first question, I went directly to the source, the comic books, and in a conversation with Lord Vader, where Vader is questioning their efficacy, uh, the Grand Inquisitor says these are all former Jedi. So that's the source, first of mm, all. Yeah, fair. Um, and then as I pointed out, I don't know if he's to be relied on, though, because mm -hmm. he is trying to impress Vader and the Emperor. Yeah. So... We'll see. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's interesting. But the Inquisitors. So the first canonical appearance actually does take place here in Rebels, um, in the first season, very first episode with the Grand Inquisitor. But they are first seen in the expanded universe, which has been redconned, um, in the Star Wars source book, a 1987 source book for a Star Wars the role playing game uh, by huh. Bill uh, Slavicek and Curtis Smith, where so many things yeah. actually make their first appearance. In these totally. playing games. Well, that's really interesting. I didn't know that they were a Legends thing originally. Uh, within, yeah, a role-playing game. So, yeah, they were. They were part hmm. of the Legends. That's cool. Um, so, in the Expanded Universe novels, where they also appeared, the Inquisitors were similar. They were Force-sensitive... <clears throat> excuse me. They were Force-sensitive agents, uh, or truth agents, but they were not Sith Lords, um, and they were trained in the use of the dark side and with lightsabers, as well as in me methods of manipulation and interrogation, but they were not Sith. Mm -hmm. So, which I think uh, that's canon as well, still now, yeah. right? So, and yeah. so that's consistent. So e the EU and canon match up here. And similarly, most dangerous dangerous of all is the Inquisitors were well studied on the history, methods, and teaching of the Jedi Order, allowing them <laughs> to have strategic strategic advantages over their opponents, which is also true in canon because we see the Grand Inquisitor go to the Jedi archives and literally just sit there and sift through books. That's uh, um, that's such a sweet little arc. Yeah, that is. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I really love um, it. Um, so they were originally based um, on Coruscant in the old Jedi Temple. Later, they were moved to the planet uh, Prakith, and this is all in EU. And then in one of the EU stories, the Inquisitors nearly uncover the young Princess Leia's true identity uh, due to mm. her Force sensitivity. Now, not all of that happens anymore. So now we'll, we'll get back into the canon. So these Inquisitors of the EU are... Like I said, very similar to ours of the canon. So from what we've seen to date in comics, books, and the animated series, Inquisitors are tasked with hunting down the remaining Jedi who survived Order 66 at the end of the Clone Wars. That's their job. Their only job 
They do nothing else. <laughs> so the Inquisitors typically wear black and gray bodysuits with armor, and most are equipped equipped with that red double bladed spinning lightsaber that you can like spin in a helicopter motion if you need to like fly away. <laughs> um, some people like these. Others are a little meh about it. I'm somewhere yeah. in the latter. How do you feel about them? I think I actually like it a lot visually, but then I think about it too much and it makes me really frustrated. Yeah. Because it's fair. like, like, aren't they lightsabers? They're made out of light. So there's no mass to the blades. So how are they getting... How's the Bernoulli principle taking effect Ooh. with this and giving you lift? It doesn't make That's any great. sense. That's great. But <laughs> I should I probably that. just relax and enjoy it a little more because I do think yeah. it looks cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this is the place to talk about it. Yeah. So all of them have this, except for the 10th brother. He's an exception. He possesses two separate lightsabers. Um, oh. The Inquisitors also have developed interrogation chairs to assist in their questioning of suspected rebels or <laughs> Jedi. Which, I looked it up, actually, you can find these at any Brookstone or Sharper image. <laughs> um, Not anymore. They just went under. Oh, darn Sorry. it. You're going to need to get your torture here, chairs here. elsewhere. All right. Well, so I don't know where you can get those torture chairs. We keep looking <laughs> for them. So, although the exact number of Inquisitors is, from what I found, it's intentionally kept a secret. Mm. I have counted up to 12 based on some of the research of the Star Wars self-titled comics and the Vader comic series and Rebels, up to 12. So when one becomes an Inquisitor, they take up the title of either brother or sister and a corresponding number that I can only guess denotes their rank in the Inquisitorial community, which leads to the question, how do they hold performance reviews? <laughs> I have a feeling they're pretty informal, like, uh, okay. like Darth Vader's... Uh, Apology accepted. It's probably okay. like, you are doing great. And then he chokes him to death because they're actually not doing very well. All right. All right. Well, that sounds fair. Okay. Because <laughs> what we've seen in the comics, that the Inquisitors, they're equally as ambitious as the Sith. And they mm -hmm. do attempt to rise, rise through their ranks by malicious means, though seemingly ineffective. Um, <laughs> although it, I, what I found is one Inquisitor who is unidentified, um, took on a secret apprentice from the Night Sisters. Huh. Um, but it didn't end well. Spoiler, she did. <laughs> the apprentice didn't work out. So they are ambitious yeah. like the Sith and they try to rise through the ranks. And You know what my question is about that? Sure. So I, I think there's a ton of evidence to show this. Pablo Hidalgo has even said like the numbers connote that they they are trying to rise through the ranks. So I think you're right about that. But then that leads me to two questions. First of all, it's weird that we've never seen like the person right below the Grand Inquisitor. Like, I don't know if it's the first brother or sister or the second yeah. brother or sister. You would think that like that person would be in charge of trying to track down the immediate Jedi threat uh, of Kanan and Ezra. Because like Obi-Wan's hiding, Yoda's hiding, but they know like generally where these people are. So why wouldn't you send the highest ranking still surviving member there? That's my first question. Second question is, yeah. that means the fifth brother is the highest ranking person we've seen in this series. And he seems like a moron. Yeah. I don't want to meet the 10th brother. I, I feel like when they were like, the 10th brother doesn't have one of those helicopter things, I, it's probably because they're idiots. And they're like, he would, <laughs> I, don't give it to, listen, don't give that yeah. to Joe. Joe's just going to flub it. 
Totally. And the seventh sister seems so much more qualified at her job. But it seems it seems like the Star Wars universe also suffers from gender inequality. Like she's much more competent, Ooh. but simply because he's a man, is he able to rise? Yeah. Hashtag feminism. It's sad. All right. So the Emperor's Apprentice, Darth Vader, soon discovers the program in the comics and is put in charge of them. And so Vader takes on training the Inquisitors in the way of the dark side. And as part of the training, a number of Inquisitors had parts of their bodies severed by <laughs> Vader's saber so that they would not forget the lessons of loss. I don't know. That's a good impression. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, after Vader cut off the six brothers' left lower arm, the Grand Inquisitor began questioning Vader's training techniques. I mean, I would. Vader claimed that he was intending to have the Inquisitors to abandon their tendency to fight defensively as former Jedis and adapt a more, like, adopt a more offensive style, I suppose. Yeah. And so, but because they all are, you know, from what they say, former Jedi, but pff, who knows if that's true. <laughs> so kind of wrap it up approximately three years after season two finale of rebels. So season two finale of rebels, which we are going to get to this season takes mm -hmm. place, which takes place. It will be taking place on Malachor. That's all I'm going to say. The Jedi order were thought to have been entirely extinct by the empire at large. I don't know if by huh. the emperor, um, which rendered the inquisitor uh, the inquisitors without you know without a purpose and it just left them kind of sad and useless kind of like <laughs> a firefighter in the arctic or a librarian with a kindle or anakin <laughs> in the sand do you have any to add peter um like a song without a heart there it is so, by the time we get oh, to shoot. a new hope... I should have said a heart without a song. That's way better. Oh, that's... Well, well you can go back. Dang so, it. by the time we get to a new hope, the Inquisitors no longer exist as an organization. Now, do they exist as, you know, individuals out there? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Um, but that is a little look into the Inquisitors, where they come from, and where they're going to go. Nice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank I, you for one, story. am excited to see the stories that they're going to pop up in. Well, um, you're easy to impress. <laughs> well, I just, I like the idea that there's uh, what we've, one of them died in the Soka book. Yeah. There's a um, couple that show up in Rebels and a couple in the comics. So we know there's yeah. probably five, six, seven out there that we have no idea what they're up to. Yeah, and three. Yeah, we see two or three die in the most recent ones. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Some of them are really effective. Um, one of them, I should have put this in there, who was also unidentified, surprisingly, um, mm -hmm. in one mission was able to slay four Jedi. Dang. Yeah. Maybe so he was the first. Brother. They're not completely incompetent. Um, so yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Mike. That was enlightening. Sure. And uh, remember to check us out on social media, Twitter or Instagram, right? Yep. At Rebels Rebels Pod. Yeah. Thank uh, you to Blee Scissor Punch again for giving us that feedback. And thanks for the follow and thanks for being a fan. Yeah. And remember, until next time, be brave out there and don't look back. Don't look back. Bye. See ya.